Welcome listeners to the Pod About God. This is the place where teens and young adults can discover more about their Catholic faith in a fun, casual way. So get comfy, grab your favorite snack, and enjoy today's episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. Hello, how are y'all? We are so excited to be back with our new episode still continuing this mini series and we're going to be talking about material change today material change i guess that would be changes that you see not specific to changes that i lost five pounds not that kind of change but changes that or gained five pounds but uh changes that have maybe taken place over the period of the last few months and and changes that you've noticed within yourselves that has have um, pretty much move you to different actions mm-hmm. yeah yeah so definitely you know last episode we talked about spiritual change and more about the changes we go through with our relationship with god and with our church community and how do we deal with those things Well, today we want to talk more about what happens in our day-to-day lives. And especially, spoiler alert, we're still living, unfortunately, in a pandemic world. And so, you know, some of material changes that we could go through are school, changes in our work or in our career, our purpose, the climate, our family dynamics, if we're moving around, all these things can be changes. And the crazy thing about changes is that a lot of times are out of our control. Sometimes they are, but it's especially harder when we don't have control of them. And we can easily get frustrated with those things. So we want to talk about how do we adapt to those changes? First of all, how do they affect us? And after knowing what affects they have on us, then how do we adapt so that we can live with those changes? And are the changes just uh, temporary or are they permanent? Right, because, you know, some changes are temporary. Um, Like I was actually talking with my grandmother this morning about, you know, the Delta variant and everything that's coming up. And I told her, well, we've known that in history that a pandemic has never lasted forever. It will always come to an end at some point. So we just have to remain hopeful and know that there are brighter things coming in our future. So if you guys want to know more about how do we handle material change and maybe we're going to try to help you and hopefully see the light on how to deal with these changes, then keep on listening. guys we as you know are talking about change um let me give you an example uh in scripture and i'm not going to say where it is in matthew mark luke or john i'm just going to tell you the story is uh we know that jesus at the beginning of his ministry went out and looked for his apostles right and he the first of his apostles that he chose were peter and his brother And the way scripture tells us is that he just walked up to him and 
you know, maybe they did a little chit chat. Oh, you're a fisherman. What kind of fish do you catch? You know, are you able to sustain your family? You know, maybe they did a little small talk. And then he just says, well, come follow me. And they did. They literally left their families and their company, Peter's Fishing Company or whatever it was called, uh, and left it in the hands of the remaining family, I guess. We don't know. And you talk about a change, because that was a change in going from, uh, you know, going home at the end of every day to, or every night with the catch and, and all to, uh, you know, a nice little comfortable hot meal and, and getting, you know, taking care of their family, playing with their kids if they had any, um, or just being with their family. And here, Jesus, mesmerized him. Jesus, who was very, very charismatic, as we know, just with those words, come follow me. And then there's another example of change in, in scripture. When he goes up and uh, think about Matthew. I mean, Matthew was really rich compared to the others. He was a tax collector, made a lot of money, had a good house, had really nice clothes. Um, we can only assume he was one of the tax collectors that treated people fairly and, and didn't, you know, was not an unfair person. But Jesus literally looked at him and said, Matthew, come follow me. And he left a business. And he left a business that the Romans were aware of because he had to turn in money to them. And so, you know, change for them and change for all of the apostles because uh, we really don't hear much in scripture of, of their families was rather drastic because now they were following Jesus who was um, pretty much carrying an extra tunic, you know, maybe an extra pair of sandals, uh, maybe something to start a fire. I mean, I don't know what was in his little backpack, but you know, he had the bare minimum because he was going from place to place doing what? Doing God's work. And here he eventually gets 12 men to go with him all over Israel. And, you know, and during the, the ministry, which was, as we know, three years, we don't really hear much of the family, of, of the family response, except for one little tiny clue that comes to us when Peter gets a word that his mother-in-law is sick. And he asked Jesus, because uh, he's probably a little distraught, uh, asked Jesus to cure his mother-in-law. And of course Jesus does, but uh, again, that was, uh, you know, going back to what his family life was. And, you know, he, he left it. And did they ever go back? Did they go back after, after the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ? I didn't say ascension, so I'm not going to say Paschal Mystery. <laughs> However, uh, so as you guys know, it is a Paschal Mystery. So, you know, just think about the change, drastic change, change overnight. And this was a change, a material change. So when things happen to us that cause us to change um, in our uh, at school or at work or at home, uh, even family dynamics, uh, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's really um, just to sit and think about what was the impact on Peter and his family? You know, what was the impact? You know, how did the family feel? I mean, did they write letters to each other? You know, well, of course, they had to have gotten to, to Peter, had to have a way to communicate. But, you know, did they offer an explanation? You know, I mean, just I just... Uh, 
just kind of wonder because and Jesus being the son of God of course if he walked in and said come follow me we would all go uh-huh where do you want us to go tell us master what do you want us to do he was that charismatic he was that his gaze was that intense that it would look deep into the inner part of your soul and you would literally have no other option but to say okay I'm going with you so let's talk a little bit about some of the other changes um, one of the first ones you talked about in the intro was school oh dear school everyone's going back to school most of us are going back to school from a a Zoom online virtual situation to in-person. And um, with this pandemic thing kind of uh, starting to get a little out of control, it has to uh, maybe make us a little concerned or maybe a little excited. You know, I'd be excited about going back to see my friends. Oh, yeah. I you feel know, that I like mean, the only you know. thing to be excited <laughs> <Yes>. about. <laughs> <laughs> but with the, you know, and I don't know if the schools are using social distancing or masks or anything. I mean, uh, here, they, should. they should, but here in the great state of Texas, it's kind of optional. And you have uh, some schools that are doing, um, that are doing hybrid, part right. online, part, uh, you know, part in person. And I know with the colleges and universities themselves, they, because uh, I get mail all the time, they are, are offering uh, so many online degree plans that even right now, you know, I don't know if they're going to go back. Um, I know some businesses, for those, uh, you know, that work, some businesses were finding that, um, that employees were really more productive at home than they were when they, you know, were in the office, you know, with office work. Well, that's because we were tied into our computers and uh, didn't have any travel time, and we could be there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and all we were doing was Zooming or, I don't know, one of the other Citrix, I think is another platform for um, meeting Citrix Go or something like that. Yeah, like Google Meet. Yeah, so... Um, and uh, some companies are finding it a little difficult to um, to get um, even uh, get their employees back because their employees saw the benefit of working out of their home because they were really closer to their family. Mm-hmm. They were working at home and taking care of the little ones or helping the little ones through school. So this is where you know change comes in and. Um, we are balking at it. We're not ready to accept it yet because we've now developed a comfort level. And now going back to uh, in-person, uh, either at school or at work, is now a, a different thing. Are my friends still going to like me? Am I still going to have a job? Uh, will I still be in that office? What protocols do I have to use? Um, if I go back to school, am I going to have to... Uh, eventually go back into an online situation. Um, 
and we're finding out that with schools and um, not so much universities yet, I haven't seen data, but with schools, um, as far as um, online, there was so much lost is what they're saying, is that our students are behind. So, you know, going back with uh, possibly not being able to graduate when you want to graduate because you're a little behind or not being accepted into a particular college because you missed out on something. And I'm not really talking about like the prom or oh, anything yeah. like that, you know. But uh, and then some of us are just uh, going back and just saying, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to enjoy it. We're going to do whatever protocol needs to be done as part of this change and work to be a little more comfortable with it. Uh, so, you know, it's going to affect me because I'm not going to go back the way it was which, you know, where, what the way it was is gone, it's lost. So it's like, okay, we're waking up, this is a new world for us, this is a little different. So we go back and just uh, embrace it. Um, there's also change uh, within, um, you know, our climate. I mean, there's a lot of, um, I call it noise, but a lot of noise about climate change and I know, uh, you know, everyone has heard about the uh, fires over in the West. You know, I mean, it's literally burning up. Oh, or the monsoons that are happening. Well, I think it's <clears throat> monsoon season in Arizona anyway, so they get those on normal basis. But think of the, of the big freeze that we had here in Texas. You know, I mean, it was so cold that... It was horrible. It, yeah, it was. And people... Elsa decided mm -hmm. to join us here in Texas and I'm glad she's back <laughs> to where she came from. <laughs> so, you know, it's and the, the, you know, getting through hurricane season the way we did, but also, you know, over in the uh, Midwest and Eastern quarter, you know, they're getting so much rain, you know, and uh, you can see the shift. You can see the shift in Europe. I mean, parts of, of uh, Germany and one of the other countries that's close up there literally is floating away because they had like a year's worth of rain in in a matter of a few hours, you know. And I'm one of those that likes to watch, um, <laughs> that, like, that likes to watch weather-related movies that show, you know, um, the effects of, um, volcanoes or ice age coming down or uh, uh, any disaster movie disaster. disaster movies. but these are natural disaster yeah, natural movies disasters. but again it all points to climate change and you know you you guys you know uh, my ladies and gentlemen you know children of God you are the ones that will be uh, making more changes to protect the water that we have for your children, to protect the climate that we have for your children. And it's not anything new. Climate change and saving the environment has been going on since forever. You know, forever. I mean, a gazillion years ago, uh, when I was in school, we were, we were talking about saving the environment and uh, recycling. Um, uh, right now, is, I think we're going to have a big push here to recycle, and it, you know, it makes you think: how many of us really just are wasteful? So you're seeing, you know, the effects of climate change, and so it's like, well, how does it make you feel? Do you have to change it, you know, or, or do you just accept that? Well, this is the way it's probably is. So, um, 
some of you in order to uh, protect the world, which is the world that God gave us. It doesn't belong to us. It was just on loan. And uh, to be able to give something to your children, you, you kind of accept the fact that climate is changing and what can we do to, to, you know, to keep it from getting any worse. Um, and then you have, uh, you know, family dynamics. Did you have, a, uh, was there a marriage in your family? Was there a new baby? I think there'll be a baby boom later on, but, uh, um, and they're gonna be called pandemic babies. Uh, but anyway, uh, so is there a new baby in your family? Um, uh, somebody got married uh, or, you know, uh, uh, heaven forbid, did somebody die? And was that caused by natural, a natural situation or um, as part of the pandemic? I mean, I know I have several friends that, <coughs> and family that have friends who have lost people and, and have lost family uh, as a result of the pandemic. Um, some here in the States and some, you know, in other countries. And, um, you know, it's, it's sad that this is happening and you know it's not anything that we've caused per se so you know how does it affect us what do we do can we change it uh you know this is where we we go back to um go back to the apostles and and, and maybe even ask our lord teach me to pray through this teach me to accept the fact that my grandpa died of COVID 19 or that uh, I have uh, my cousin who was only 19 who died of COVID and ask for prayer on how to accept it. You know, how to, you know, how do I get past this? How do I support my family through all this change? And all these are changes that, you know, some would take place in the normal course of events but however, we have all of these, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I, for lack of, you know, I, you know, all of these events, all of these uh, situations that have come up that kind of say, okay, you have to change. You know, you cannot, you cannot be, uh, the world is changing around us, we know that, and you, you kind of have to, um, with the help of the Holy Spirit, kind of go through these changes to where you um, you kind of accept and not and if it does affect you, to where it does affect you in a positive way. You know, I mean, it can affect you in a way where you are sad. Uh, it can affect you in a way where you are concerned and uh, maybe a little edgy. But it also can can affect you in a positive way where um, you know, where you, you, you pick up your quote-unquote backpack and, you know, do you have a spare tunic in there? Do you have, I'm sure they had a water bottle. Maybe it was a wine skin or yeah, whatever they put. hydrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah where, whatever they used to drink water from back in the time of Christ. And, you know, do you have an extra pair of sandals so that you can kind of follow him much like the apostles did? Um, as they were going through these changes, which 
you know, I, I don't think I can get any more dramatic than the, I'm a fisherman one day and literally the next day I'm out in another town and I'm listening to this man talk about another kingdom and I'm wanting to know where this kingdom is and then he's later telling me this kingdom isn't here, this kingdom is somewhere else. And, you know, do I want to stay with him? Or do I want to just turn around and run and go back to my family? But yet you had the 12, they stayed with him. They stayed with him through all these changes. Um, they stayed with him up until the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Um, well, John's, I mean, John stayed with him mm-hmm. until the end. John stayed with him until the end. Thomas was there too, wasn't he? Till the end. Catholic trivia. Huh? <laughs> Catholic, oh, Catholic trivia. trivia, yeah. Okay, no, now, yeah. No, but I, you know, and I, there's a lot of people that left, you know, that, that heard the word and left, but they stayed mm-hmm. loyal because they believed in those changes. And every time we go through a change, we have to think mm-hmm. about, first we have to recognize, and I think we said this in the last episode too, mm-hmm. we have to recognize that a change has been made. And how does that affect us because when we realize that it's affecting us in a especially if it's affecting us in a negative way then we can get our mindset correct so that we can adapt to those so a big part of that is for example in school you know a lot of you you know I I work at um, university a university in Texas and basically working with student employees I've had co-workers that they started school as a freshman virtually. And two years later, one to two years later, it's their first time they're gonna go back in campus. And you might be in that situation too. So how do you deal with that going back to class and going away from that commodity of you being at home and not really needing to tune into class or being able to log into Quizlet and use that you know, to study or even you know, you have resources that you're able to use during your test because you were at home. You know, you have to adapt to those things. And a big part of the change that I think it's happening in this pandemic is your purpose. Is what do you aspire in life? What's truly important to you? You know, and, and in a career-wise, a lot of people realize that their careers were not really that stable. Or during that time at home, they got time to reflect and they realize that they want to try something different. So how do you adapt to that? The same way that uh, Peter was a fisherman and, and God called him to be a fisher of men and change his entire course of his life. Um, you know, I think when adapting to that, it's just, again, recognizing and slowly making those changes and holding yourself accountable and at the same time giving yourself the grace to know that it's okay with the changes that you're going through. And some changes we're able to control and some changes we just can't. And we just have to remain positive and make the best out of it. There's always a purpose in everything. And sometimes we can't really understand that. But in the long run, if we stay close to God and we trust him, we will then see why things happened the way that they are. I think the biggest reason we're doing 
this series mm-hmm. is because it's changes that we're going through right now and any change can make an impact doesn't matter how small of a change it is like for example in Virginia's office we decided to rearrange it into a different way and that is a very small change but it could have an impact in the way that you work or a really big change like some of the ones that we have talked about today um the but the point is that change will continue to happen doesn't matter if it's spiritual or if it's physical or if it's material it is a part of being a human it's a part of life and we can't say no to those changes we have to be able to live with those and we are going to talk more in other episodes about more of the emotions that we have especially fear is a big one when it comes to change and how do we move forward with that because that is a key part of change is the adaptation if we just sit here and stay in the same place and complain about those changes we're never going to move forward um And we see this in the apostles and we see that with Jesus. You know, Jesus was in a lot of situations that the changes just happened really quickly. And he didn't really complain about those. He just adapted to those. And I think Jesus as a as you know, in in any situation teaches us that to go through any change to truly fulfill a purpose has to be through prayer has to be through community, has to be through staying with God and following his perfect and pleasing will. Because God is never going to put something in our lives that is truly not going to benefit us in the long run. And we know that through all that, God remains with us. And he tells us that if we know him, if we truly believe in him, that we need to stay still and know that he is God, that we have to remember in times like this about our identity and know that God tells us that he is who he is. And because of that, he's going to fulfill every single part of our being, that he is going to make things ultimately perfect in the long run. But we have to go through changes. It's like gold. In order to gold to be refined, it needs to go through the fire. And all of us have to go through scenarios of fire in our lives. And you might be going through that right now. But we want to tell you that it's okay. That there's nothing wrong with change. That it might not be the, the outcome that you wanted right now. But that doesn't mean that you won't have that outcome in the future if you just trust Absolutely. And speaking of trust um, with change, I mean, sometimes we are happy that it's happening and we're just like skipping and jumping and following it. And other times we are kicking and screaming. And then when the change takes place, like the change in my office, you keep running into your desk or you can't find a particular stack that was in one place because we've moved it. So, uh, you know, it takes a little time to to kind of uh, get used to it. But, you know, once you get used to the change, you start seeing and and making the determination that, wow, this is not half bad. This is really, really pretty good. So uh, <laughs> so in, in embracing change, it's like, I can tell you one thing, guys. With change, no matter what it is, it is never boring. 
I was going to say, change is not boring. No. It's always so going to keep you awake. It's like a cup of Starbucks coffee. Oh, I hate coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this was our episode on material change. And we're going to continue this mini-series, like I was saying earlier, talking about some emotions that we experience, and most specifically, fear. I think that's the biggest one that we have. And how do we move forward with change? How do we make the best out of the situation? And we just want you to remain hopeful in whatever change you're going through right now, say spiritual material, any type of change, know that God is there with you every single step of the way. And in your Catholic faith, you have a community that stands behind you, a community that is there to support you and guide you through these difficult times. Absolutely. And when, you know, when you mentioned many our many series on change, I couldn't help but think, oh wow, I wonder if we'll ever have anything on Netflix or Prime or, you know, <laughs> a podcast that's a mini-series. Anyway, but that, that being aside, that comes later when we're all... When we're famous. No, I'm I started to say <laughs> when we're famous. But as, as Adrian said, you know, just embrace it. And, uh, you know, sometimes we don't have to understand it, but just embrace it and remember that uh, Christ is behind you. He's got your back. And... Uh, our community of faith has your back as well. So um, I'm looking forward to next time and uh, we will be talking to you later. And just remember, change is not boring. Yes, amen to amen. that. And always remember that we want to hear from you. Any questions you might have, any suggestions that you have for future episodes, please reach out to us to our email potaboutgod at gmail.com and we will make sure to answer all your questions and take your suggestions thank you guys Bye. take care thank you for joining us today on the pot about god make sure to hit follow on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any of our episodes you can also catch our episodes on our website, ourladyguadalupefw.org slash potaboutgod. See, See you later. later.